right. So we're rolling. We're rolling. Guys, welcome to the Get Body Podcast. <laughs> this is your host, Char Cross, aka your boy Cher. I'm brought to you by no, that's not. Oh no. I've got your host, co-host, Luke Montgomery, aka Dr. Luke. Yo yo. And of course, everyone's favorite, David Dutton, aka JK Jungle Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> Can I change my nickname though? To what? Um Bahubali? No. Okay, guys. Beam? Not yet. We, next episode. Next episode. Uh, earlier this week, um, David and I got together and watched an Indian Bollywood movie, and that is what he's referring to. It was three hours long of pure excitement, um, amazing okay. content. But did we talk to you about this? Yeah, a little bit. RRR may be the best film that I've ever seen. We don't have enough time to like to, but that's a public service now. Yeah, it's not our sponsor. You should go. See. We're currently reaching out to see if they can sponsor us. Yep. <laughs> But more importantly, we have a wonderful, amazing guest on the show today. Yes. Yeah, dude. Okay. So I do feel like, and I told you this earlier, that like we're best friends, but I don't know anything about you. Right. Should we Should we officially I introduce her? Honestly. Really? Yeah. If you don't recognize the, the voice, this is Kat Kelly, better known as Catherine Kelly. Catherine. <laughs> Kat, Katniss. Katniss Kelly. Is it? It's my Instagram name. Katniss <laughs> Kelly is your Instagram. This is Katniss. So I knew that it's like my because ego. I knew that because you know, as our podcast has now become incredibly popular, you know, and we're making tons of money, we decided to upgrade our research department. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So we did some, you know, reconnaissance. Yes, reconnaissance. Uh, Luke made. You know, may also be part of the lead of the research development team. I have nothing to do with it, <laughs> but. We searched you on the internet. Oh. <laughs> and there's billions of Cat Kellys in the world. Yeah. But so not it was really, really hard to find you. one Cat Kelly <laughs> that's sitting in the basement. Yep, that is true. So we knew that. And then we also knew that you were, you know, an incredible CrossFit athlete. Yeah. You went to regionals. I did go to regionals. Yeah, part of the, the, the research department that's been upgraded <laughs> is that Char started off to say, guys, did you know that Kat went to the games on a team? <laughs> and we were like, this is incredible. So I, I have no, 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 no. I said she did not go to the games. I didn't hear that because I told like six people that you went to the games. <laughs> I told you like two days ago. Three so days ago. here's why I thought you went to the games. I so my girlfriend lives in Cincinnati, right? Her family lives in Cincinnati. Okay. So when I'm down there, I drop into a few gyms. Someone told me I should go check out conjugate. And I was like, sure. I walk in. And the first thing I see is a poster of people that are like holding the worm, which is this gigantic like sandbag sandbag. Yeah. That four people are carrying. And one of them was you. And it looked like you were in Madison. Oh, mm, yeah. Were you? (laughs) No, I wasn't. I was not. I did not go to the games. Okay. Got to squash that. Okay. I was at regionals in Nashville. In 2017, on a team. You finished 22nd place? Yeah. That's right. Research. That's that research. was really good, honestly. <laughs> I think it was the last year that there was six people on a team. Then they went to four. Mm. You're on a six-person team. I know. There oh. were six people on that worm. Oh. <laughs> research did not catch that. 
It's it's the picture. There's six people in the picture. Yeah, uh, at least saw four. Yeah. He only drove to Cincinnati to see four people on the picture. I might yeah. get some other pictures too, but I'm definitely on the wall. So so rewinding a bit, you were born in Westerville. That's crazy. Why? Because I tell everyone that. I just feel like you're like a mythical creature. <laughs> But you're like, no, I'm from Westerville. I grew up like down the street from you. I did. Okay. So did you have any brothers and sisters? I have a sister. Older or younger? Older sister. Okay. You were the, you're the youngest child? There's only two of us. So, so yes. So if I have an older child? sister, <laughs> then yes, I am the youngest. I definitely thought you would be the <laughs> oldest child. I look the oldest. She looks she looks really young. Oh, okay. But is she low? Humble brag. <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> Is she what? Is she local? She lives in Cincinnati. Oh. We both went to Xavier. Really? Yeah. At, during the same time? No. We, she was always like a year ahead that like she would graduate when I would go into school. So uh, like it always happened in like high school and middle school. And stuff. Mm, does that make sense? It does. Yeah. And so she graduated in the appropriate amount of time, but you took the seven years to graduate. <laughs> it still wouldn't have been with her. So I'm, I'm picking up the math. Okay. So you were born in Westerville. Um, you went to Central. Central. But first, I went to Walnut Springs. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. I have a question for you. So, with having like a sibling that is like older than you, was it tough when you were in like middle school and high school and everyone was like, oh, you're, what's your sister's name? Jessica. Jessica's sister. Was that like, no. did you get that a lot? No. Wow. Because they were all gone. So, like, it, we just, none of our friends, like, ever overlap. Nothing ever, ever like, overlap. Even, like, teachers and stuff? Yeah. Some teachers, yeah. It was a big school. But though. she is, like, a, like, you know how I was talking about how you said, like, we're so different? Yeah. That's how me and her are. How so? So, like, she's very artsy, and I'm very, like, sports-driven. She could care, she could, like, give two shits about it. Hmm. But, and like, I'm very confrontational. Well, not very, but, and she's very like, I would say passive or like non-argumentative. Non-confrontational. Yeah. Oh, don't mind me. I'm trying to put my, my blanket on. <laughs> That's some great ASMR content right there. Okay. <laughs> so tell me about confrontation. So I, you- oh yeah. That's a big one that I, I, since I've listened to your guys' podcasts, you're, I, you're, you specifically were like. I cannot imagine being confrontational or being an eight. So mm. I just feel like I have to clear the air because I'm an eight. Yeah. Wow. Enneagram eight. Boom. Enneagram eight is the. I don't. What, what's she, their title? Like the challenge. The need for extremeness. Like intensity. intensity. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So like I don't love conflict. Like I don't just go up to people and I'm like, hey, I want to fight you. No, you do that sometimes. But like. I love a good rally, if you will. Mm. A good rally. Yeah. So are you saying like with intensity, it's not like you like doing things like surface level. You like to go deep into something. Is that what you're kind of saying? Mm, I guess. I just like to, I guess I'm like opinionated and like I'll listen. Like I like whenever people, so like someone else has a different opinion, right? Yeah. And they like go back and forth with me. Like, I'll be like, I know I'm right and I know you're wrong, but like, let's just keep talking. Like, let's just keep doing this because this is fun. Okay. Yeah. Wow. What are like two things that you're extremely opinionated? That you're like, not just opinionated, but you're like passionate. You're like, no, I'm, 
I'm definitely right about this. Um, being better than Ryan Bossler at CrossFit. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this has already been the best podcast that we've ever had. I think we could probably wrap it up and get some Klondike bars. I mean, I mean, Ice cream I mean, time. <laughs> so, I mean, like, at everything? Are you- everything? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where I just got absolutely bodied. Get we bodied. Didn't, we didn't have a soundtrack, like a button that we push. Yeah, we do. Like one of those staples buttons that you push. Yep. And it's like, get bodied. Yep. Once we get our first sponsor, we'll record Char tackling me. Ooh. And the noise will be our get bodied. <laughs> like, get bodied. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be it. No, you have to make those, like, cat noises. Of... <laughs> Good job, Jungle Kitty. Okay. Um... Wow. So in the second thing about like, what do you find yourself in most arguments about? Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. When was the last one that you had? The last like argument? Last good rally. I can't think of any, honestly. I I don't know. You know what? I would say they all went together because it happens so frequently. All the time. Mm. Mm. I'm just like good at making a final decision okay. if that helps like break it down too like like when i work out with a group of people and like we sit around and we're like okay well what do you want to do what do you i hate that <laughs> oh i like that about i you. hate that so like that. i'll just be like what do you want to do what do you want to do and then i'll just like this is what we're doing it's true oh. so you you are the one that lays down the law yeah yeah when you and alex abernathy May he rest in peace. And Jeff <laughs> used to work out all the time. Like they always said it was always what I wanted to do. But it's just because if if it was up to them, we would just be sitting there all day. Yeah. Huh. Sit, well, like- maybe that's a great transition. I, I would love to, you know, we talked about how Kat's a little mysterious. Yeah. But I think we all see Kat at the gym. So Kat, like what, what got you so excited about fitness? About CrossFit? Yeah. I started in Cincinnati and I've always been into like working out and like yeah, you said you like sports. Nobody wants to be yeah. just like I just I mean like I didn't want to be like a lazy person just like sitting around and I've I'm always just like wanting to do something. Was there all-star teams for soccer in high school? And no. if so, would you have made it? Mm, I was just like average. Average. I wasn't like uh I didn't have like recruiters on me or anything. Okay. But, but you liked it. I could body somebody. You could body somebody. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Yeah. Um, and then I tried the whole like running thing, did a half marathon. It's the worst. Never do it again. Yeah, it's never. So boring. Glad I did it. Like it's yeah. cool to say I did a half marathon. But for you runners out there, you guys keep doing it. <laughs> no judgment. Yeah. No, there's actually a lot of judgment. Then my friend was like, let's try oh, this. Man. We went to conjugate. I signed up for like three days a week and I was like, it was during college, my senior year. And I was like, well, I will never like give drinking up for this. Like I'll just, still just going to do me, but I'll also do this during the week. Mm. And then that progressed. It's just like you get addicted to like wanting to be better. It's like what everybody gets hooked on. Yeah. And then I just like really, really got into it. And I just got like obsessed with like wanting to be better and like wanting to see where like my body could go and stuff like that. And then the regionals thing like happened and that was just like, that was like sent me over. 
that was like the best time of my life. So yeah, what do you like? We said like the, the regional thing happened. I mean, I mean, I don't like just be like, oh yeah, like that. I just happened. It to go didn't. To it wasn't like so. I was like working out, and I was getting a lot better. Like I was getting like way better. But then my fr- my best friend, like they had the whole team laid out, so it was like the six people on the team, and then she actually made it individual to regionals. So she was like, well, I'm gonna go do that, and then they were like, okay. Oh. So then they just like I filled in her spot. Okay. So like that's kind of how it, so it all happened during that time, right? You're getting fitter. You're really enjoying it. You're like, wow, I'm like getting really good at this. And then you get put on this team, right? You get filled in for the spot. What was like your favorite part of that whole regional experience? It's I like love team stuff so much. I love getting to like do stuff with other people. And I like I like like as part of like an eight, I feel like you have like my favorite thing is to like protect people and like be like super loyal to them. So I felt like if I was like, I felt like I was shit then like I was letting everybody down and I really like thrived off of not like letting anybody down and like, like having them rely on me. Does that make sense? It does. So I assume eights love conflict, which is at the expense of other people. But you said the opposite. You're like, Hey, no, like there's a fierceness to protecting other people. Mm-hmm. So how does that, like, is that an unhealthy eight that would do that at expense of other people? Or how does that, how does it work? Isn't like, a, I think an unhealthy eight is more like they're like physically aggressive mm. towards people. And like, they don't, it's just full of like rage. And it's just like, I'm right, you're wrong. And there's no, like, they don't want to listen. They don't, you know what I mean? I think you probably know more about, like, the healthy and unhealthy. I was just going to say, like, moving towards the healthier side of eight, like, they tend to take on the plights of others as their own. And like you said, like, being protective of people. I think that's, like, like using your strength for the benefit of others rather than just hoarding it for yourself. Yeah. Um kind of the like when i can see that (laughs) with great power comes great responsibility (laughs) i'm batman so yeah oh (laughs) um yeah like when i can this is like going way off of the regionals thing but yeah like i i hate when people like cannot stand up for themselves so then i feel like i take that on like i want to do that for you yeah you're an advocate yeah wow that's incredible. So like when Luke is being mean to someone, I'm like, Luke, shut up. You've never told me that in my life. I do in my head. <laughs> but she is too scared to confront me about it in person. I'm not scared. So you said you said you I'm were like mean to anyone. <laughs> you said part of like your personality is like you're loyal. Um what brought you down to Cincinnati? Was it just because of school or was there other mm-hmm. stuff like your sister or my sister was down there? And then I went there. I think I went there because she went there. But Xavier's also like a small school, but not like, like if I walked out, I wouldn't know everybody on campus. But I might know like a person. But it's not like OSU big where I would not see someone for five days and yep. you know what I mean? Or you'll never, yeah. Like it yeah, was like a perfect size for me. And I wanted to go somewhere where nobody else was going. It just would, so none of my friends were there, which was really scary. And, but my sister was there and then, yeah, it was great. 
What would you say? Sports management. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I stayed there after my four years for three more years. So you spent seven years in college. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do the three years for like fun? What? I just lived down there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I just lived and worked down there. <laughs> oh my god! You said that, and I was like, "Wait, hold on. <laughs> what were those three extra years for? Like just extra credits, or so you didn't spend? I did not seven. go to school for seven years. Let me set the record straight. Just a solid four, and I was out. <laughs> so those three Somebody's years. Met. Put in the comment section that I think I actually did go to school for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm on eight cut. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Ben Wilder style. So were you just like working those three years? I worked, and that's when I was doing a lot of CrossFit. Like mm-hmm. I would say, I wanted to work out more than I wanted to work. Like I, my schedule was around working out and then work. What did you do for work? Um, I worked at this indoor soccer facility for a little bit, and then I was working at Orange Theory. Oh, okay. It was great. Like, I would go to the gym until, like, one or two. I'd get there at, like, seven or something, and then would go to work until, like, one to, like, eight or something. And then I'd go go home and just do it again over and over and over. Just, I loved it. It was the best. Um, what did you love about it? I it like at that point in my CrossFit life, like I couldn't wait to wake up and just work out again and like keep doing it do and like a, get better. Do you have a favorite workout? Hmm. I don't have a favorite workout, but maybe like a favorite. I have favorite like movements, I suppose. Which is? Luke can probably tell you. Oh. <laughs> Anything overhead, bench press, strict yeah. hands, strict handstand pushups. Cat, cat, what's your bench press? Thrusters. Thrusters, love thrusters and wall balls. Oh, it's like a real thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. my best bench <laughs> is one eighty five ever. Wow, I think you'd be boss on that. No, Ryan's got a two hundred five. Uh, Ryan's two fifteen. I was two hundred five. I was with him when we did the total. I think you got two fifteen. Yeah. So then, so you then worked for three years in Cincinnati. What brought you back to your hometown, Westerville? Um, I really was just kind of ready for, like, you know, when you're just in life and you're just like, I, I need something a little different. Like hmm. something is just, I was so stagnant. And there was a lot of drama at the gym that I was at. And I was just like, I'm done. I just kind of over this. And I just like, didn't know really where I wanted to go, but I knew I could come back here with like, my family's here. And I had dropped into Polaris like the prior year around like Christmas Eve, I think. And then Jeff and I had done a competition like together with Allie and Pat and a few other people like prior to that. So I kind of knew some people at Polaris, so I felt a little more comfortable. And then I was just like, I just need to do it. And I just went. What What was the, was there one defining moment or was there a couple things that that made you kind of that switch that life like to say hey you know what time to move time to go on like is there something you look back on like yep this was the thing um there was like i don't think there was one moment where like i just woke up one day and was like i gotta move Mm. but like there's there was like a time where i was like i don't want to i don't want to do this for the rest of my life 
Yeah. Like you just start questioning. You're like, I don't, I don't care to do this anymore. Yeah. And that's how I, yeah. Do you have currently, do you have something that you're like, man, this is what I want to do with my life? No. I mean, I, I work at Rogue. So I work in the, like I'm the retail store supervisor. But I can't imagine doing that for the rest of my life. Like, I think it's great right now. And yeah. it's like on my like path to be better. But I don't know that I want it. I could do this for a couple more years, but yeah. maybe not forever and ever. And yeah. no, I don't know what I want to do forever and ever. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, doesn't know what she wants to be when she grows up. Got it. I don't know either. Yeah. Um, none of us know. If you, if you had to say like... If there was a job availability open, what would you want that job availability to be? Mm. Like, what position would you want that to be? Anything in the world. You'd be like, yeah, that that is what I want. I don't know. Because, like, I mean, it's, I don't know. I could be in, like, a gym all the time, no matter what. Like, and I'm always happy, whether it's, like, a hot-ass CrossFit gym or just, like, a globo gym or something like yeah. i like being involved in that stuff so like that would be fun and having like a flexible like i know the things that i want but i don't know what that like job title looks like yeah you know yeah I mean? so you'd say like fitness gives you a lot of like your energy energy like maybe even some of your like identity you would say like yeah i'm cat kelly i'm i'm like this is kind of like my identity a yeah. little bit. i'm cat kelly i like to party yeah my name's that's Rico. what i say i also like to party yeah. um <laughs> yeah. What it, what in your job has come really easy to you that may not come very easily to some other people? You're like, man, I just, this might, this is a little bit tough for other people, but for me, I just find it really, really easy. Um, I found it easy to like make decisions and to like delegate work. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was tough because like when I went into the, like the position, they were all my friends. So like all, all of my like peers are now my like team members that work for me. Yeah. And that was like a really tough transition, but like I've found that like, like I'm good at that. And I like can get things done like qu quickly. Um, Cause a lot of times it's like uh, you're on like a time, you know, you like need to get things done like pretty fast. Uh, so it's actually shown me like what I am good at. Um, but it sounds like you've had a pretty like chill, like even childhood and kind of life growing up. You've kind of made a few moves back and forth. I'm going to ask you what, what's been like the hardest season of your life? Um, it sounds like really cliche. Cause like, you're like your whole life shouldn't revolve around like a boy, but it really was a breakup. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was like when I was in Cincinnati and it was, we had only been dating a few months and then he just like randomly broke up with me. And like, I had centered my whole world around this one person and you, you like, you never think you're going to be in that position until you're just like blacked out and you don't know what, how to like get out of it. But yeah, I mean like it went on for like years and it was like, that was probably the worst. Like it was, but then like, backtracking to what we were talking about before it's like you wake up one day and you're just like I never I don't I'm sick of feeling like this and I think that's like that was like my trajectory of like wanting to move wanting to do like be around other people do something different and 
that's how I got here. How do you think that season shaped you now? Like, how do you think it's affected you and, and changed how you view relationships or other things in life now? Because I think, like, I never, like, I'm just, now I, like, I never want to be treated like that ever. Like, because mm -hmm. then there was, like, stuff that happened after that. And just, like, now I know how I never want to be treated. And I will never let people to, you know, just, like, either walk all over me or treat me a certain way. And if like I, it doesn't phase me anymore. I think that's like a like a big word for me is like a lot of things don't just like don't phase me anymore. Like if I don't, if it's not doing anything for me or if it's doing like negative things towards me, I can just leave. I don't it's, need it anymore. Yeah, it sounds like you want it to have some intensity. Yeah. So are you? <laughs> are you? Sorry. <laughs> I felt like it, it came full circle. I was like, oh, yeah. No, but it was sense. the intensity that, that yeah. drove her away from it. There's negative intensity. She was positive intensity. Oh, so you want good positive. Mm -hmm. But from an Enneagram perspective, that's really interesting because, like... I think that shaped me into being the eight that I am. Yeah. yeah well, sure. even even so, like, the like eights, when they are in an unhealthy state, they go to a five, and fives tend to, like, hold on to things. And live life with very closed fists. The fact that you have been able to learn how to let go and be very, just water off a duck's back type thing. Like, mm -hmm. that's really, that's... Because I've been yeah. in there. <laughs> I know you're laughing. <laughs> Cow pissing off that rock. Yeah, every, I mean, I've been there where you hold on to everything, but then, like you were talking about, everything catches up at some point. And then you're just like, it's. it comes back to what I said, like, some point you're just like I don't want to feel like this anymore mm. and I can think of a specific day like I was just like crying so hard the whole day and I was like this isn't I'm annoyed at me <laughs> like it was just like this is too much yeah not like from then on it was just like don't care was it like a lack of communication that like kind of like what was like the downfall of you guys's relationship um there was a bunch Lack of communication, um, like at that time, it was just like a, he was just a bad person. Like it was just not a good time for him either. Mm. Um, you know, like, and I think because of that, I've also learned to give, like, learn forgiveness with people. You know, and um, like show grace towards other people. You know, like I like I realize now, like you were a terrible person, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's how you are for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, so is it, um, so what you've learned now and, and how you've gone through it, would you, what, what advice would you give yourself if you were to go back in, in that relationship? Yeah. Um, I wish I could go back and just tell me to like, let it go and just like that, making one person the center of your world is not going to get you anywhere. Like it's really not going to do much for like, it didn't do anything for my career. It didn't do anything for my financial, like, you know what I mean? Like if anything, it did help me like learn who I want to be, but yeah, a lesson, I guess, like, I don't know. I wish I could just go back and say, let it go. It's not worth the the years of like, horror that you're gonna yeah. like put yourself through for no reason 
Mm. Um, kind of going off of that question, what advice would you give to someone that is like uh, a girl that is like single and like going on dates with someone or like is just single and don't know what, what piece of advice or like standards would you give to them? Say like, this is what you should look for when you're going on dates with someone. Yeah. I think for me, like, like me having my own sense of independence and also being able to like enjoy time with other people is huge. So like, I don't want to like, I wouldn't want to have like some girl be like super attached to somebody and like not be able to do anything by themselves. Um, Cause like, I, I remember, I think that's why I, like I was in the position I was, I like just went 300% into one person and then I just lost all of my independent, like I couldn't do anything. And so I would just say like, make sure like you're happy with you but also you can be happy with somebody else, you know? Yeah. With being like a, a, like a young life leader, like a, like a youth leader, I've noticed this recently, like in high school, but like, man, girls have really like, like they put up with guys a lot. Like, like you can see girls having high standards, but then they like meet this guy that they really like, who like kind of sucks. And they're like, they lower their standards for them and i'm like no that is not what you should do because mm-hmm. then it just makes boys like keep being childish boys you know mm-hmm. and that's not what our society needs right now we need men. it's kind of like what you were talking about in your podcast it's like you can't see it when you're in it yeah that's just how it is yeah, yeah. you literally can't like i couldn't see it and like I knew I knew what people were saying and like people would say it to me and I'm just like you you can't see it you have like it's just mm-hmm. like you have to go through it yeah sometimes experience is the only teacher yeah like at the time it was the worst like it was so dark and now I look back and I'm like phew thought that over with. you know what yeah. I mean like yeah. thank gosh like I know what yeah. to do now yeah but I think so as you're talking I'm thinking about experience in Pittsburgh where it boiled up over a couple of years to a breaking point where I realized I'm like, Oh my gosh, I knew that there was something wrong, but for one reason or another, I just made excuses or I was like, Oh, you know what? Like they probably know better or, you know, that's, it's not going to be that bad. And then there's just like, you know, uh, rationalization after rationalization. And then it finally, and so I think the freedom to be able to walk into something to say, Hey, um, it, that's not like illegal or completely over the line. But that's not what I'm about, right? You know, and that's and being able to to voice the concern or have that conflict sooner and say, hey, yeah, I'm not faced by it. I'm not. I don't need that. I'm not. Yeah. You know, but to do that much sooner rather than oh, like, yeah. wow, what, what is happening? How did we get here? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think what you talking about the letting go piece and like just being able to, for me, that's something I struggle a lot with. I just hold on to things so tightly, and whether they're good or bad like yeah i just hold on to things whether they were first good and then turned into negative negative things but then like hearing you talk about being able to like discard the things that like just being able to make that decision be like no this is bad cut it off yeah and move on that's actually really helpful to me i yeah. need to hear that yeah yeah that's why and like i i like i know i have like a an rbf 
<laughs> those but listeners, like, she, also, she went through the letters to make sure she said yeah. it. <laughs> like, a lot of times I just don't, like, I'm not phased by a lot of things going on around me. Like, I just, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Things just don't bother me anymore. Like, I think, like, I do get, like, you know, irritated or annoyed or whatever, but I'm also just like, okay, whatever. I just, so, I don't. kind of on that, on that same thing, though, do you think that it's, I, I don't know. I can see this because I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just projecting myself onto your situation, but like I can see myself doing that, but then also not being faced by any of the good things that come into my life. Do you feel like you've been able to like decipher? Up, yeah. Decipher and like discern between those yeah. things when you go through that. Or like happy, happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I can tell like when I am enjoying something or when I'm like when people are trying to enjoy me or trying to enjoy like things or whatever. And like, that's what make like that's what energizes me. Mm. But I just don't have any like time to be like bothered by anything negative anymore. Like, at all. So what are you dating someone now? Mm-hmm. You are. <laughs> Luke, did you bring a bird? <laughs> I wish. Is there a bird in your pocket? What was that? <laughs> was that a jungle kitty meow? Yeah. <laughs> it's just excitement. I'm, I'm excited to hear about, you know, who you're dating. <laughs> he was so excited. He couldn't help but yeah. meow over his bottom. <laughs> so so cast. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you dating uh um brandon he used to go to the gym yes i saw him sub brandon yeah and i was like let's go brandon yeah. and i was like oh yeah we're doing that dude brandon's probably listening right now what's up dude what's up man what <laughs> <laughs> color's so, your hair right now does he have different color hair yeah all the time no. Is this true? He does not. I don't <laughs> he like know. dyes it. And he like dyes it different colors. That's interesting. <laughs> that's in, that that's some color. real intensity. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did have blonde hair. He used to. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't anymore. It's brown. See? That's what I was asking. All right. Say, okay. No, he doesn't have purple hair. Let, let's brag about Brandon for a bit. What's been, what's like your favorite part about Brandon? Um, His motivation. So. What, what? Work ethic. He drives me to want to be like, uh, like more work motivated, or like financially motivated, which like I've never really had. I don't care about money at all. Like it doesn't. If I had, I mean, obviously I I need it, but like I don't, I don't count pennies. I don't like, I don't know. I just don't care about like like other people do. I suppose. Um, but yeah, he's very like work motivated, and like I've just never like had that or had somebody like want push me to want to be better at work or like find be like financially more stable mm-hmm. that makes sense no, that makes sense what's the number one way you feel loved by brandon i think for him it's gift giving and you talked about love language one podcast but like mm-hmm. i don't really like that doesn't really I don't care. I mean, like, of course I love gifts, right? You're like, yeah, all right, I'll take that. 
But like my love language is just quality time. Like just put your phone down, don't work and like just hang out with me and like have a, a conversation. And like he's I gotten better at doing that hmm. because of me. And that I can like appreciate. Yeah. I like just having like quality time with people. Yeah. I like a good conversation, a good rally. Yeah. I'm put I wrote rally down as like one of the new kids' words. Cause I thought like rally of like thought the eating place first. Rallies. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about like rally like a good argument. Like a tennis. Like a yeah. Yeah, like rally. volley. No. Like volley. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you vol- you're volleying hills. Like, oh, that was a good volley. <laughs> Guys, let's volley. Come on. Yeah, that's what they say in pickleball, too. <laughs> okay. No, dude. In pickleball, there's a whole kitchen and everything. Dude, yeah. by the way, I am crushing it at pickleball. Not true. When did you play true. pickleball? Dude, first of all, I played with um, on Saturday. Second of all, played with on s- Sunday. Afternoon. Yeah. All right. Play twice in his life. Um, podcasters, uh, there's going to be an exclusive showdown between Jungle Kitty and Cher and Pickleball. Bro, you don't want that. Dude. Cher would totally be you. Yeah. No. I'd bust out the Malaysian spice. I'd play with both of you and Cher would win. Okay, first of all. And I've, I've only played before. four games of Pickleball in my life. Okay. Well, it's on then. You can't play one on one Pickleball, though. Yes, yeah, you can. can. Oh, oh, you're going down. <laughs> It's on. Dude, I'm going to show you how to get... I'm going to I'm gonna get you learnt on pickleball. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to hit you so hard with that ball that you, you're going to have like little like dots on your face. Hey, should we yeah. Should we use this time to take our ice cream break and then segment into the get learnt segment? Oh, that's great. That's great time. All right, podcasters, we'll be back in <laughs> two seconds. Yeah, I feel like a child around you guys sometimes. But I like that. Why did you watch the Power Book? <laughs> Bro, it was Malaysia. You watch anything that Amachi let you watch. Amachi's my grandma. If it's in, if it's not Indian soap operas, it's whatever she let you put on. And that was one of them. So. Powder Puff Girls. Did you even say I'm dressed up like Powder Puff Girls? Power Puff. Not Powder Puff. Yep, that's what I said. You said Wait, powder. is it Power? Definitely said Powder Puff. Powder ice. Puff is girls football. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Dutton. <laughs> Um, Jungle Kitty Meow. Dude, I'm going to crush you on the pickleball court. <laughs> You're oh, going to no. get so bothered. You're going to try. Uh, Bro, you don't know my pickleball skills. Dude, my blood has pickleball in it from I gener- centuries worth. <laughs> this is why I'm Indians no play <laughs> pickleball. Cricket. Indians play cricket. Tennis. The national sport of Malaysia is Batman. Also involves a racket. Yeah, none of which is pickleball. No, it's but close. cricket does translate. Bobby, it was cricket? very good. Yeah, we played in Saudi Arabia. Did you really? Yeah, dude. Saudi Arabia was like, we'll talk about that later. We've got, we've got, <laughs> yeah, audience, we're, we're, we've got, we're back from our ice cream bag. Full of ice cream. Well, Cher's not. Cher's no, stuffing ice cream in his mouth. Still getting ice cream. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all over your face. Yeah, check it out on YouTube. Uh, the Get Body podcast. So we have asked Kat, Miss <laughs> Katniss, a couple times what she's going to teach us, but then cut her off mid-sentence because we wanted to be excited live on live podcast. Yeah, I'm a toddler. I need to learn stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, you are a toddler. All so, right. Get learnt. What are you going to teach us? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, no. <laughs> I got bodied by whatever germs just flew out of your mouth. My body. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
That cough was sounded so diseased. I know. <laughs> I can just hear the tuberculosis. It's my ass. It's, it's all that. It's all that tzatziki. It is all that It's getting you flummy. Um. Uh, so. <laughs> what you gonna teach us? I didn't have anything like super serious, but. After studying like the podcasts, I was going to teach you guys about the hardships of women in CrossFit because you guys keep talking about. Oh, that's right, the jimmies. The snap. The underwear. Yeah. 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 Tell us, teach us. (laughs) Yeah. But I was not ready for that. Wow. So, (laughs) one, camel toes. Okay. Oh. They're the worst. You can never see when they're coming. But they're always in pictures. Oh my gosh. Every picture. You'll never be able to look at a picture the same. <laughs> Why'd you point at me? Because you just kept... <laughs> You were stuffing your face with ice cream. Like you just started piling popcorn in there. Like you love this. Yeah, things I don't ever think about. But like the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm intensely uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so that's good. I'll write that as a note. Don't write that down. You never see when they're coming, but they're always in pictures. But you always see them in pictures. Now you're in yeah, Every so girl will phone. relate. Okay. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, it's not good. like guys good. have anything like that to think. <laughs> okay. So what's next They have to worry thing? about peeing during uh. jumping exercises. Okay. Double unders. Question. Box jumps. I thought that was mainly for women that have had babies, but it's all women. It happen to anybody, really. Anybody. Could it happen to me? If you have a full bladder, like. We're talking about women's. You're not a CrossFit issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because technically you pee, so you could. <laughs> Good. Wait, you said double unders. What was the other one? If you Box pee jumps. during double unders, really? Deadlift. Heavy front. Oh, squats. you know, I've heard about the deadlifting. So I saw it was the it wasn't it might have been the Rogue Invitational. I think it was like one of the game. It, it, Haley Adams was doing a big lift and just peed like right in the middle of the lift. Yep. Do you know who Alyssa Ritchie is? Uh, okay. She peed. <laughs> <laughs> She's this like 120 20 pound like Olympic lifter, and you know how they like. Hook Grip takes those videos of them on the platform doing their, like, clean and jerk. She just unleashed on the platform in front of everybody. Boom. She made her lift. lift. Made it. All right. That's worth it. I know. Cramps. Mm. Cramps are a real thing. Cramps. Oh, yeah. That's got to be tough. During the time of the month. Yeah. The worst. Mm. So The worst. And then, like, Christy programs... A hundred snatches or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the worst. Well, I'm not going to the gym that day. Like hang snatches or something? Any snatches. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. You are a toddler. <laughs> I'm hoping some girls listen to this because they're just going to be like, yeah, I know. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna take all of our media budget and <laughs> put it towards... You know, female CrossFitters. Amber will let us know. She's a she's an avid listener. Yeah. 
No, I just, I, so, so, okay. So truth be told, right? So like I'm married and like, but I also grew up like not talking about a lot of things, right? Like the meta part of that's like, Hey, we don't deal with conflict at all. Like we just like sweep it under the rug, pretend like it didn't happen. It's okay. But then also like when Megan was pregnant with Liliana, like we went to the doctor and the doctor just starts talking about things like, and it's like, Oh yeah. Like it says the word vagina. And I was like, we don't say that word. Like <laughs> we all took, we all took classes we can't that's a that's just we don't talk about it it's not you know and so like there's a lot about things that i'm like no i know this but it's like hard for me to like have the conversation about like that's not my, i love those conversations not in my household you can talk about it okay. talk about anything <laughs> he says okay he's sweating profusely <laughs> i definitely am <laughs> fiercely uncomfortable <laughs> I'm like, can we get through this get learned segment? <laughs> welcome my stuff what do you want to know about about women in crossfit do you have any questions? Oh. Mr. Dutton, since you've always swept this under the rug. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're shining the light on this new... So so also, you, you have a spouse, so you can probably just, like, talk to her about this stuff. Yeah. But he doesn't. No, no, like, I know all this stuff happens, right? So, like, I do talk to her about it. But it's like, I feel like I just feel fiercely uncomfortable talking to anybody I, else about it. I feel like <laughs> the stuff that you just brought up... Like, oh, I do have a question. It it made me think about how like self centered I am. Just well, at least for a guy perspective, of just like man, I didn't even think about all that stuff. Because like the hard stuff about guys is like kind of like stupid. Like, like yeah, or Jimmy's get crunched on rowers. Like, it's not stupid. Like Sorry. sometimes you squat and then you're like, man, I have to go poop. Like, <laughs> but like what other what other guy stuff do you have? You know, it's like, what was your question, Luke? <laughs> Chest bar pull ups. Yeah. Do they hurt? No. Okay. Always wondered. Does it you know, make a difference if you have a bigger chest or not? Also. Well, I've. Everyone's like. I, oh, think, I, it, I think it depends on the woman, probably. Mm-hmm. But I was just curious. Yeah. Okay. No, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> what? Why are you so uncomfortable, David? <laughs> Man, David, also, why are you blushing? Also, like, whip, like Annie Thor's daughter. Like, she gave birth to a child. And then, like... They come back stronger, I swear. Yeah. You, really? Everyone, yeah. Annie, Cara. Cara, Allie... Yeah. Have come back... Allie, like... the Aramo. Yeah. Whoa. Dude. Do you think he gives... most a, of the gym today in her, in her front squat. Yeah. 265. <laughs> it's unbelievable. the gym, like, 50% of the people sitting here on this podcast got beat <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I didn't go. If you, you would have went. I yeah. wouldn't have been. Do you think women gain superpowers when they give birth or have I a child? I think so. It's kind of like dad strength. I'm not willing to test it out, but <laughs> yes. Oh, do you want kids someday? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. If you, that's a good answer. If you did have a kid, what would you Seriously. name? Off the cuff. Oh, no. Boy, don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer that. I'm going to say that for the get spicy. You can't now. But I'll, um, I'll tell you the gender when we get there. <laughs> okay. What? Okay, so I have a question for you. So um, Megan talks a lot about um, body image and self-confidence and just how positive CrossFit has been for her to feel much more comfortable in her own body and then also um, feel a lot more um, just encouraged and confident about like what her body can do. Right? Do you resonate with any of that? Like, mm-hmm. do you? S- mm-hmm, for sure. I yeah. I think I like 
the way that like society has gone with women and that like muscles are like accepted. Um, I think there's still always going to be like body image issues with women, no matter what, like whether you're in CrossFit or not, but I think it helps. And I think there's always going to be like a good part of the community that like promotes that, like they want to encourage everybody, Hmm. but like going back to like the body dysmorphia stuff, like I think I had a touch of that had have like, I was so lean at one point that like, that's all I see. And that's all I, in my head, I think that's all that people see of me. So then when I wasn't like, I started not being like as lean, I was like, Oh, these people think I'm like huge now. And Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes too, going into the gym, I'm like, I'll wear like certain things so that people can't like don't see or I don't know, like in my head, I'm like, I just don't want people to like look at me at all, mm-hmm. you know? Thanks for sharing that, Kat. I think for when, before I started CrossFit, I was like 230 pounds and I lost a lot of weight. But for me, what was hard was just like, I would still think I weighed 230 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like I like, like for me, it was just like when I look at like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm still that like image or I'm still that weight or like I'm scared that like, oh, you know, if I don't, you know, work as hard or if I don't eat in my maintenance or if I don't, you know, do like if I'm not as responsible in a month or so, I'll get to that spot again. So for me, it's just like, I'm scared to not, you know, scared to go back. Mm-hmm. That's at least the way I think. For me. I, I think, I mean, I think body dysmorphia in our culture has, I think the, the, the spotlight has been more on the female side of it. But I do want to say, like, from a guy's perspective, I certainly have dealt with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's this, like, like, you know, people, oh, you do CrossFit, like, I think sometimes there's that kind of like what you were talking about, Kat, like this internal like thought that comes in my head is like, oh, well, then why are they like they they think that I should look a particular way. Like I should look like, mm-hmm. you know, Dan Bailey or Rich Froning or somebody or the Jello Kitty. Maybe. Meow. <laughs> but like, but I don't. And so, you know, mm. what's that say about me and my value and like how I perceive myself? Um, I know a lot of other people, not just us in here who deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's also like, um, for me, I think what was the turning point was like understanding what is healthy, right. Of like, to look good doesn't mean you have like insanely like, like large shoulders, shredded abs from a guy's perspective of like, that's what, that's what a shredded, like 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 yoked like shredded right like that is like top one percent or whatever or whatever but like relatively like a healthy person is just like like they're kind of like you know 10 percent body fat like 10 to 15 percent body fat like like yeah they have some muscle definition like that is healthy that is good um like for me i when i was like I always viewed and I still do of like 
a good body is to that standard of like shreddedness. Right. So that like for me, that's what's tough of like knowing like or I feel like our society sets it so high. Yeah. Well, I also think that as you guys are talking, like surprising to me, right, is it's so much easier for me to see you like the three of you in such a positive light. Right. I'm like, dude, Luke, your gymnastics are fantastic. You crushed the workout this morning. Kat, you're a superhero, right? And then um, I'm still trying to convince Char mentally that he hasn't beat me yet, but he beats me like every day, right? So like, but like for me, for you guys to talk, I'm like, well, obviously that's not, you know, like that's not reality, but it's also easy for me to perceive myself like in a negative light. And so I think like, instead of saying, hey, there, are, you can always define a new standard, but the perception of yourself and how comfortable you are at that point in time, I think is what, like the, where the trickery happens. Like the days that you come in and you're like, Hey, I just don't want anybody to see me right now. I'm like, dude, Cass, like the fittest girl in this gym. Like she's it's wild. I'm crushing it. Yeah. Right. She just, she did two laps around Bosler. Right. And you know, <laughs> but I just, I, I feel like that's that it's easy for an outsider looking in to talk about the things that you guys do well. Whereas from a, when you're looking at yourself, it's easy also to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't have like a bad image of myself, but there are days where I'm just like, please don't. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like I feel like I look gross. And then someone says something I'm like, Oh, please. like, I don't want to be negative about it. Cause I like, you know, like you appreciate it, but yeah, some days are hard. I think one quick thing, but I think that's like the downfall of all, like all humanity. Right. It's like, in every single aspect of our life, there's always a part of us that like seeks more, right? When it comes to either fitness or the way we look or wealth, whatever, I think that's just the downfall of humanity, right? There's never anything that's good enough for us. There's always going to be a new standard. We're always going to reach the new standard, but then compare ourselves again, and that will never satisfy us. So, but. We need to push peeves. Yeah, we need to push. Peeves. Oh, I didn't think about that. Let's uh, push some peeves. Push some peeves. Okay. Oh, uh. my segment. Oh, are you getting out your notes? <laughs> Dad, do you have a lot of pet peeves? Uh, I think if Luke started talking, I would have a lot. <laughs> Wait, what like, does that say? Like, if you had a like, yeah, data list, a I would be. A, yours is me talking. No, I would agree. Get body, son. I'm peeved of that voice. I'm peeved of that laugh. I don't like that face. I don't like the way I you know walk. I, I get it. I'm your pet peeve. I know it's I would fine. agree with a lot of what you were saying. Oh. Except bench. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. Get body. Don't don't let David start crying again. I, <laughs> oh my gosh. So okay. So one of I'll I'll, I'll release my top peeve. Yeah, who peeved you this week? First one. A lot of people. Oh. What this pushed my, your peeve? This is the number one pet peeve of mine. Of the week or of ever? Ever. <gasps> Fake candles. <laughs> She's so disappointed. <laughs> like, Fake candle? Like the candle, battery operated candles. Oh. Especially the ones that like pretend to flicker. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> You won't believe how many people I know with fake candles. Yeah. My my brother has fake candles. My mom has Why like would you billions. Like the ones in the, in the windows? Yes. Light a freaking real candle. 
Okay. What if this fake handle admitted some aroma? Listen, my who wants a flicker? <laughs> the so my brother and sister in law got married in like four days before Christmas in this like really old barn. It was really cool, like you know the barn wedding thing. You know, yeah, everybody does know. But they they got married in this old barn. It was cold outside, but it was heated, whatever. But it was had been restored and everything. And one of the rules was that they wouldn't allow real candles because it's a barn because it's a barn. And I was like, okay, well, what did they do in the 1800s? <laughs> yeah. They, they had oil lamps candles and burned the barn. down. No, the barn was still there. <laughs> the barn didn't burn down. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it would have been nice if they had candles because the candles would have kept you guys warm because no, it was cold outside. But there, you're replacing something. You're you're replacing something that had that's like real with something that's fake, mm. and that is that's deep. Yeah, think about that, listeners. <laughs> Dave is gonna start crying again. All right, cat, pet peeves. Yeah, what pushed your peeve this week, cat? Okay, the word. This word. I I've, know what it is. Oh no. Can we guess the word? Yeah, I know it because he says it a lot. <laughs> and if he would have, if a segment would have been called this word, I would not be here right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, what word, what word do you think word it is? This word people use all the time in CrossFit to describe a workout oh, and no. it makes me want to jump off a bridge. I'm Describes so, a workout, what do you think? What do you think? I'm what do you think? so sorry. <laughs> this workout is tough. This workout is, this workout sucks. This workout. You're getting there. This workout blows. This workout blows. Is it spicy? Yeah. <laughs> wait, whoa, wait. We have a get spicy segment. Yeah, there is a segment that's called get spicy. And you're still you're here. You're still here. You've yeah. also done the most research out of anyone on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but I just can't do it whenever it's it's being used in CrossFit. Okay. Like but this workout is spicy. No. Cat this workout is spicy. That workout is spicy. I... <laughs> I love it when people say that because being Indian, I just love spicy food. Yeah, food. So, is so if anything is spicy, I'm it. It was hard. That workout blows. That workout was the worst. Yeah. I want to die. Yeah. Anything but that word. <laughs> oh, so spicy. <laughs> like he does it on purpose it's during so class. So like it gets a little spicy and then he'll like. Dude, oh my gosh that was perfect you your imitation of luke especially when you're like like you just like flipped your head a little bit and like that i, I was like there's two luke's in the room right now luke looks so cute right now with his three blankets I actually, spicy. Think, I actually think the word spicy to describe a workout is like pretty accurate pretty accurate this you get your, sweaty this isn't your segment you're hyperventilating you know what else? You like hated it, but loved it at the same time. Speaking of get spicy. You want more? Should I put the, uh, wait, do you have more peeves? Yes. Oh, yeah. are they? Yeah. Okay. 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 There, this one, I don't know if I can even say, cause I feel like I'm going to offend people at the gym. No, I can't wait. When people walk out of their cars with their knee sleeves on already. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Next level. <laughs> put them on at the gym like what the heck why are you putting them on at home you wake out of bed it's a cold winter morning first thing you do roll up them sleeves put them on at 
the gym. What about warming them up? Warm them up a little bit. It's hot as heck outside. <laughs> it's ninety degrees. No, like what about your knees? You gotta warm up your Wait, knees. Wait, cat, I wear long sleeves to the gym still. Long sleeve. Like a jacket. I wear pants. What's your point? That you said it was rally. hot. You that said was it was a good rally. You, <laughs> you said it's hot outside. Except you took the pickleball over into her court and she smashed it right now. Because down. he said, what if you want to warm them up? And I said, it's hot out. As in like, it oh. will warm them up. Uh. So what's, what's the next pet peeve? <sighs> Traffic for no reason. Oh, yeah. That's good. No reason. That's Bro, that, Traffic. That's a... What? Like when there's when just someone pulled there, over? When you're just sitting in traffic and you're like, wow, there's probably a giant crash ahead. And then you get there and nothing is there. Yeah. Yes. That makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever get mad. But man, I was mad this week because I was driving to go see my mama. And she lives up in Delaware. I'm driving up there. And I'm like, what the balls? Why is there traffic? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, someone crashed. And then so <laughs> it took like 15 minutes. And then we just passed a dude that just got pulled over. I was like, yeah. dude, this stopped four lanes of traffic. Yeah. Straight up, four. what the crap? Yeah. Instantly makes me so mad. Yeah. Actually, uh, I think that might legitimately be my first pet peeve. <laughs> I don't have, I don't, like, I couldn't tell you pet peeve. That's the first pet peeve of your life. Yeah, that might be the first pet peeve of my life. <laughs> Instantly. Yeah. All right. Um, when you're at the self-checkout and someone with a full cart is doing oh, it. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm and I have that. two yep. things in my hands. <gasps> yep. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> they used to say like 12 items or less. No, so, can, can I make a case for the full carters? No. no. We know we're right. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I like going to the self-checkout, be- not because of the convenience. It's because I want to hone my <laughs> grocery carting skills of like... Checking stuff out. Don't ever go to the store when she's there. <laughs> it sounds weird to say, but like I I specifically go to the self-checkout to become a better self-checkouter. Like the scanning things, typing stuff in. We'll talk. <laughs> I used to work at a grocery store and I can help you. So that's <laughs> so that if anything describes that, that's like a Enneagram tr- a three. Cause I'm like, I want to be able to like more efficiently scan my cart when I leave like the grocery store then become a clerk there no but do it for everybody else but I passively do it by self-checking out everything I do like full full cart I mean I don't ever I only carry a basket because that way I spend less and I have to be more efficient last one uh the lumping it all together like negativity whiners complainers you don't have to have an excuse for everything just Mm. Stop whining. Just stop talking. Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't talk. There doesn't have to be a comment for everything. So. Get bodied. Get bodied. <laughs> ben Bergeron on the Chase and Excellence podcast talked about complainers when he was getting don't in. Don't plug other podcasts. Uh, I'm going to reach out to him to see podcasts. if he will sponsor us. <laughs> really? Gosh. All right. It doesn't hurt to ask. What's our time? We're like just over an hour. Dude, that is perfect podcast time. Audience, do you agree? If so, leave a comment. <laughs> I don't think anybody's... Oh, Alec figured out how to make a comment. Yeah, I saw Hey, uh, Alec, Henry out, bro. Shout out to the Belgians, you know what I mean? You get it. The Belgians. Belgians. 90 hard. What'd I say? Belgians. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, bro. All right. Giddy up. You know how this works. And be careful because this segment gets a little spicy. <laughs> My Meow. heart just got like really fast. And started beating. <laughs> um, two minutes. Wait, what order are we going in? No order. Just shoot from the hip. <gasps> no, we gotta go. We yeah, gotta we have go to go in order. order. No order. Just pop them. No, no, no. no, no. I'm no. Luke on order. This you gotta vote it off. Yeah. Please fight. Yeah. <laughs> Please fight. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> you can get bodied. All right, Dan will go. Then Charlotte and me. Okay. Cat, if you were to have a kid. What and they are a girl. What would you name them? Cody. A girl. Gender neutral. Leave me alone. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, if you had to pick between having an octopus stuck to your face for the rest of your life, or, or being, being naked, naked in, in a, a desert, desert, what would it be? Naked in a desert. Okay. Wheels or doors? Doors. Uh, I don't have one. This why I didn't want to go in order. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Mm. Favorite fast food chain. Mmm, Chick-fil-A. Oh, I guess that counts. Can you beat Bosler at Grace? Yes. What about Fran? Yeah. Marv? For sure. Okay. Eh, he might be better. I don't know. Can you split drip more than he can? Yes. Can you beat Cody in any workouts? Who's Cody? Not Cody. Gosh, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's your own boy, Kyle. Can you beat your own boy, Kyle? Yes. What which workout? Any of them. I just did this weekend. Oh snap, son! <laughs> Do you have a favorite book? No. Is there a single book that you've recommended the most to other people? No. I don't really read. If you could recommend anything, what would you recommend to someone? Do CrossFit. Chicks up. Yeah. Ocean or Lake. Lake. Favorite uh food genre. What? What uh, what was it called? Food Last Meal. What would you eat for No no, no food meal? genre. Asian? Okay, I will take that. What? My you favorite. Eat for last meal. Last um, meal on earth. Probably pizza. From? De Carlos. Would you ever run for public office? No. You had a big billboard. What would you want to Oh, I didn't prep for this one. Mm. You guys have asked everyone. 10 seconds. Picture of me and my, my friends and family. Because they favorite, mean the most to me. Favorite thing about your sister? She's short and funny. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Wow. She's short and funny. Yeah. Man, I... Solid it's, five feet. It always blows my mind when the older sibling is the shorter one. David. Oh, for sure. I have two brothers that are over six foot. I'm the shortest little brothers. Brother. Whoa. My brother is like six one. And I'm five five three quarters. How did that happen? I'm the tallest one in my family, if that means anything. Well, my dad's probably a little, a little taller than me. Okay. But that's it. Oh. Interesting. Try you want to land this plane? I, I, you, so I was listening back to our last episode with with Luke, and when you introed us in, you made a fun, like, beep-boop-boop boop noise. Yeah. Do you want to you wanna beep-boop-boop boop on, and then I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll land the plane? Beep-boop-boop-boop. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, guys, thank you again for all your support. And guys, if you've made it this far, thank you for listening to the one month special anniversary episode of the podcast. It's been so fun having you guys on and just like love talking to you guys. So and thanks, Kat, for being our our guest today. Thank you, Kat. Yeah, thank you, Kat. Hey, we'll see you guys in two weeks.